Hi guys, Danny here uh, with Rob again. Um, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about doing things your way. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. When someone, before someone is diagnosed with ADHD, you think you think you don't have ADHD, right? Like you just think you're like everyone else around you, but you believe you're bad at it. And you know, we, we struggle because of that. We, we try to do things like everybody else, you know, like say, for example, do things with routine, uh, you know, try to keep ourselves as, you know, as, as clean and organized and neat as everybody else. And we fail and it makes us feel bad. This episode is about, no, we don't really have to stick to that. Like there is no reason to do that. Does that make sense, Rob? That makes absolute. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. you hit the nail on the head. There's so much about, when I, before I was diagnosed with ADHD, I, and this is a term, Danny, you just brought up like before this, we started recording, I thought I was shitty at being normal. And yeah. it turns out that's not the case. I was just a square peg trying to thrust myself into a round hole all day. Okay. And that's why so I was okay. okay, okay, okay. Um, sorry, I can't get that imagery out of my head. Thrust <laughs> your stuff. Anyways, um, as as Rob mentioned with his with his thrusting, um, yeah, no, um, you know, I, I, I normalizing like you know, like everyone else around them, right? Yeah, that, that's that's what we mean. Not like there is no there is no objective normal, but so okay, as we said, right before you're diagnosed with ADHD, you know. You you compare we human beings compare ourselves to everyone around us and you know if you have if you have strict parents they compare you to everyone around you as well, um, and we struggle because we have ADHD we can't do things like everybody else and we fail and it makes us feel bad, so not only do we fail and feel bad because of the failing we also feel bad because we feel that why are we worse off than everybody else you know we try to do things like everyone else and we fail, um, and that's why when you know when you get diagnosed with ADHD it can be a relief because you're like okay this is the reason that i'm struggling this is the reason that i'm failing it isn't just that i'm a shitty person who sucks at everything it's that i have these difficulties that makes it difficult for me to do things uh, like everyone else can um on that though human beings you know we we have beliefs right like we have we have ideas we have beliefs and like you know we have perceptions of how the world works and a lot of these beliefs, um, especially for people uh, like us with ADHD and you know other mental health issues and mental disorders and stuff like that, they're they're irrational. They're they're faulty beliefs. I call them faulty beliefs because they're not really based on anything. So, okay, so I'll just give an example because you know uh, some of the some of the some of the proper examples given is you know they tend to be like you know I don't deserve to be happy or I'll always fail or you know. Um, no one likes me, you know, these kinds of things, which are objectively untrue, but we believe are about ourselves. But I'm not really talking about those kinds of, you know, mental health ge generic ones. I'm talking about more. Um, okay, so th things like when, okay, so I've talked to people who have had difficulty cooking and eating, right? Executive dysfunction means we can struggle with these things. So um, one of the advice that I give for people uh, for eating is, um, you know, eating anything is better than not eating at all. You can have breakfast, you can have cereal, you can have breakfast, you can have cereal, you can have toast, you can have quote unquote breakfast food anytime you want. 
and I and I have seen like people be quite surprised at it, just like oh oh yeah that that's true because we just assume well cereal is for breakfast and you know like we can't have that for dinner like that doesn't make any sense no we don't even think that we it, it's an irrational we know that, that we, what it's so visceral it's not that we believe that it's like we know that as a true fact permanently yeah, yeah, etched like we, into yeah, the exactly. world we we don't even it's and the reason it's it's quite hard to kind of confront these things and kind of like deal with them is because they dictate the, this is a belief right they it dictates how we function but we don't question it because we don't question every single aspect of our lives you know so it's like okay i'm someone who questions a lot of the aspects of my life so okay uh, but even <laughs> then you know it's not like it's not like you can wake up and be like okay well i'm i'm, I'm lying in a chair right now it's just like okay but but why though? You know, it's just like, you know, we, we don't question every single thing around us because, it, you know, we just don't have the time or the energy for it. Um, but, and we just take those things as a given. Um, and, and all of these, this can also apply to how we do things. So, you know, um, as I said before, we often try to emulate people around us, right? Or as people, teachers, but we can't do it in that way. And that makes us feel bad. But then we try to continue doing it that way because we believe that it's the right way or it's the proper way of doing things or that we must do it in that way. But you don't have to. One of the things I, I often like to say is, you know, do what makes things easier for you. You know, like some people uh, without ADHD first, they, you know, they, they, they like keeping to a strict schedule. You know, they tried being, okay, uh, let, let me go one step back. People with ADHD struggle with consistency. We're, we're inconsistent. Um, this is one of the core aspects of ADHD. It makes us inconsistent. The executive dysfunction, you know, sometimes we can get up and do things. Sometimes we struggle to do things. If we, if we like something, we can do it really easily. And often, and uh, if we don't like something, we, wanna, we, you know, we, we really, really struggle to do things. Sometimes we can get up and do things that we enjoy. Sometimes we struggle even to do that because um, executive dysfunction uh, causes inconsistencies. Um, and, but, people without executive dysfunction, so people without ADHD tend to be more consistent. You know, they, they, they get up, um, they might struggle to do things, but it's not like, oh, they can do things one day and then they really struggle to do things the other day. Uh, you know, usually if someone, you know, people are more quite consistent, but we struggle with that. So if we try to emulate that level of consistency or, you know, say for example, uh, someone with ADHD, they, they think, okay, I'm going to, you know, exercise you know daily every single day and they try to do it but then they fail and then they try to do it and then they fail and then they try to do it and then they fail again you know it's just like the reason that they're failing isn't because they can't exercise the reason they're, they're failing is because they're holding themselves to a standard that they are not even able to achieve you know, we are not consistent people um the aim of this person should be to learn to exercise more regularly not exercise every single day does that make sense rob Am I just ranting or do what I just No, you're ranting? right. It's you, like a lot of people have this irrational belief that what that this this consistent end goal that some other person might naturally very easily do is the only way to do things. Just the same way that you were saying, like people have this irrational belief that you can only eat bacon and eggs in the morning. It's like no, you can you can make that whenever you want. There's no one stopping you and 
the same thing goes with some sort of new thing you want to try. If you're trying to go and exercise, just because everyone does it a certain way doesn't mean that you only have to do it that way and then any anything else is a failure. And yeah. there's a lot of things in, in people's lives that are so much there's such better solutions for them personally than the status quo yet because of how often that status quo has been reinforced they irrationally believe that they're doing it wrong when they do it their own way which just happens to be working for them but it's not the way everyone else does it so it must be wrong and yeah you go down that uh, line of thinking yeah it's the, the the it's it's okay I, I forget how the expression goes but we, we should be looking at the results not not the means to the results you know like so you know yeah. multiple people people can take multiple paths and come at the same result you know so we, we we have to look at the results rather than you know try to emulate other people and how they do things um so you know on on what i said before right about the the person who wants to exercise daily um we often kind of fall into this mindset where we try to make a change, right? Okay, I'm going to keep going back to exercise. I guess I'm really guilty about not exercising <laughs> regularly. Um, you know, uh, I could, okay, I'm a, let's say someone says, okay, I'm going to read an hour a day every single day from now on, right? And say, for example, okay, they, they have a good week, right? They have a good week. They, they, they get an hour a day, but then something happens, right? Um, there's an emergency and it disrupts their habit and suddenly they find it really hard and they try to do it every day, but they struggle to, and then they eventually give up because they believe they just can't do it. This is a very common, you know, this happens quite commonly and, and it, it's quite a common mistake when you're trying to learn these kinds of habits. When you're trying to learn something, you know, when you want to do something and we're going to build up a habit, you know, you know how it's hard to quote quit something cold turkey it's it's the two in in flip as well so it's like it's hard to start cold turkey <laughs> start hot turkey uh, <laughs> i think i've used that expression before god anyways um so this person shouldn't have been aiming to read an hour every day this person should have been aiming to read regularly full stop now you know giving telling yourself okay an hour a day an hour a day is good because you know okay it gives yourself a goal but that's only true if you're someone who is able to kind of hit those goals in the first place because otherwise the, the goal becomes a restriction and people with ADHD were not really good feeling restricted it makes <laughs> you feel bad it makes you feel like you don't want to do the thing anymore yeah so, so this is, this is true when you're, okay. So, you know, um, one of the common advice given for when you have a task is to try to break things down into, you know, easy, easy chunks that you can do. Right. Um, people wait, um, Rob, do you have anything to say? I think I got distracted. That's okay. I, I have my example of the, uh, the, the schedule, my, my friend with the funny schedule. I'll tell, I'll talk go on. Yeah. Go on. Okay. So, uh, Here's a, here's a great example of what me and Danny are talking about. So a, a, a friend of mine uh, was working as a consultant in some firm you've definitely heard of. Very hard job, very stressful, long hours, um, you know, 80 hours a week, that type of thing. But they, they actually liked being there. They liked doing that work. But their, their whole, the way that their work was being assigned to them and their, their deadline everything 
led up to them being extremely anxious and stressed out 24 seven, not because there was too much work, but because the schedule for how they were supposed to complete that work was very rigid. Um, and it just wasn't working for them. Now it's been, I think, a years later, they have a new job working for themselves. They're, they're their own consulting, doing kind of their own business and their hours are all over the place. Some days they'll do zero cause they just, it's not working for them. And then some days they'll start working at 6 PM right after dinner and then go all night. And that's just what works better for them. Um, and guess what? Their clients don't care. The results come in via email before the due date. They don't care if they worked at 2 AM all night on, you know, what a couple days before the deadline. It just doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The result is there. They did it. They did a great job. And now they, they totally let go of their irrational belief that the only way you can work as a consultant is by doing things at a certain, you know, nine to five or, you know, whatever, <laughs> 6 a.m. to midnight or whatever they were working before. But the point is that as soon as they realized that they could just do the thing that works better for them and not do the thing that wasn't working for them, they were like 10 times happier and 10 times more productive. And now their business is doing really well. And it turns out that all their irrational beliefs that they thought were so set in stone really weren't. They just were things that worked for most people that didn't work for them. And now they just don't do it anymore. And they're much happier. Yeah. And yeah, and it also causes, um, it also kind of helps on the, on the stress aspect as well. Yep. Because, you know, it's not that you're struggling to do those things. You also feel bad because you're like, you know, why am I struggling? And you feel bad for, because you're struggling and then you feel bad for feeling bad <laughs> and that kind of builds up on itself as well. You know, it's not always just a, Oh, I'm struggling. Therefore it's bad. Um, yeah, no, I, that's exactly what I meant as well. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these um, advice and tasks, uh, a lot. Okay. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm just all over the place. I have taken <laughs> my meds. Um, a lot of the advice given to ADHDers, they're given by people without ADHD or they're given by, I don't know, like just people who are bad at giving advice, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Called out. Um, and what happens then is it's it's given in a way that works for them, but that might not necessarily work for everybody. So I don't know what I was trying to say about the whole breaking tasks down thing. I completely forgot, lost my train of thought completely. But another one that I, for me personally, is so I, you know, I so when I was in university, I struggled to study before an exam, right? Uh, I'd only study like start studying like two, or I'd only be able to study, two, you know, like two days before the exam, and that would cause me to fail because that's not enough. There wasn't enough time. You know, I I tried to study earlier, like you know, much earlier, but I just wasn't able to. You know, this just I just wasn't motivated until the time constraint aspect. So what I tried to do is, well, I tried to kind of find a compromise that works for me. I didn't try to start, you know, studying like two or three weeks earlier. Okay, it, it did turn out to be two weeks earlier, but okay, let me let me get, let me expand my, <laughs> um, my 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 example. I didn't start studying like a month or two earlier before my exam to do it like everybody else. No, just like okay. I need time constraint to work, um, but two days, you know, isn't enough. So what I need to find is a sweet spot where I give myself enough days to study, but it's still close enough for me. So initially, 
um the time i gave myself you know it, it actually when i started studying would be around two days before the exam so you know it, it would so it'd be like okay if i had like six exams i'd be able to study 12 days beforehand so just through experience what i figured out is i actually need four days per subject to be able to get a b or higher uh and then i had for in in my last year in my last semester during my master's i had five exams and so that's five times four, 20. So then I, I started studying three weeks earlier. So, you know, what, what I mean by that is I didn't, I wasn't like, okay, I need to start studying months in advance because I need to do it like everybody else. No, it's just like, okay, that doesn't work for me. What does work for me? Well, I need some, some time constraint, but, you know, just saying time constraint, the time I gave myself wasn't enough. So slightly bit more time, but at the same time still has, you know, still time constraint. And therefore, 20 days was perfect. And I did really, really well in my master's as well. So my point essentially is, you know, even when you're even when you're learning to cope, uh, hell, two people learning to cope and kind of deal with their symptoms, the way of dealing might be completely different. You know, this isn't even like, oh, uh, you know, multiple people with ADHD would have the same ways of dealing with things. No, we could have completely different ways of dealing with things. Um, again, I'm uh, Rob. Take <laughs> one thing I think that gets lost too is so let's say you're Danny and you do the math and you figure it out. You're rational, you're logical. You know that it takes you four days per subject to study the amount you want to study. Well, you also, just because you know that you, it's not that easy because you have to defeat the preconceived notion, the irrational belief in your brain that no, 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 actually you should do it two months early. Because like you've been living with this reality that there's a certain way to do things for a very long time. And if you just, if you, even if you figure out what works best for you, it's still, you're still gonna have this nagging thing in your back, in the back of your mind saying, no, 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 I shouldn't do it this way. And there's a large amount of trust that you need to start building up in your mind, which is not, which is way easier said than done, where, the things that work for you, like even if you can say that out loud and scream it from the rooftops, it's still hard to to trust that when it when especially when it's coming down to, you know, a final exam for a very important course or something like that. Like just one of the things that I've learned the most in this last year has been to trust myself that I know what's good for me. I know what works for me. And even though there's like 10 other voices in the back of my mind that are saying, no, you should do this. You should do that. You should do that. I know that if I do do the things that the way I know to do them, I can trust myself now because there's just so much evidence built up that the way that I, that works for me is the best way to do them for me. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of adding on to that, you kind of made me remember as well. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, in, in the in the analogy example thing that I gave before about the person who, who tries to learn to, you know, kind of read daily or exercise daily and they try to do it every day and then they struggle to. The other thing is, um, this is only tangentially related, but it, it's also an irrational belief that, you know, if, if you want to learn a new habit or, uh, you know, do anything really, that it has to be done you know, so when you when you're trying to pick some learn to do something, you're not. It's not going to happen right away. Yeah. And I know that sounds oh yeah that's uh, that's obvious, but it really isn't because we try to you know this is the hot turkey thing again, right? So you know <laughs> you're not going to go from zero to a hundred right away. 
if you if you're trying to learn to read daily you know don't go from like okay i'm gonna read an hour a day to be like okay i'm gonna you know uh, learn to, you know okay i'm gonna start reading uh, a couple of pages a day or you know i'm gonna start reading you know this book by the end of whatever you know start making your goals more flexible you know like don't give yourself specific goals there you go don't give yourself goals or don't hold yourself to standards that you know you won't be able to hit that's the other important thing um because we often struggle with this you know we often think okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this even though in, the, in our hearts heart we know that we're gonna struggle with it because we believe that we have to do it that way if you want to get something done if you want to learn something if you're gonna do anything at all give yourself you know like flexible goals essentially you know, like not super restrictive goals. So, you know, it's not like, yeah. oh yeah, I have to read an uh, an hour a day. And then you're like, you know, you're feeling bad. You're just like, I just don't, I just don't think I can read an hour a day. I want to be like, okay, don't, don't, don't an hour a day. You know, just try to be like, okay, I'm going to read a couple of sentences. You know, if, if you can't read it, don't. And just try to read some more the next day. You know, try to like, don't hold, hold yourself to a standard that you're not able to hold. The rational belief here is, okay, I have to do this thing every day or I have to do it perfectly every day. You don't. Yeah, and if you're if you're starting a new habit, you're gonna be bad at the habit. Like you are. You that that you're, if you're starting something new, whatever it is. If I went and started to learn how to play baseball, I would be awful at it. But that's like I should be awful at it. That's the important first stage to doing something new. So like, if if something's not working as well as maybe something else, it might not be that you've chosen something wrong. It may just be that you're a novice and that's by definition what happens when you start something new. Yeah. Um, so. I think we've covered irrational beliefs and also other relevant tangential information. So to conclude, if you do something and it's the way that it's working for you and it just feels better to do it your way and you're still getting the results that you want to or that you should, guess what? Keep doing that. And trust yourself that this that that you're right, because nobody else knows your brain better than you do. So yeah, that's exactly it. If you want to ask a question that we can cover on the podcast, go to butthethingis.com. There's a big thing that says ask a question. Go there, type in that you'd love to see it on the podcast. Type in your your question, click submit, and we'll try to cover as many as we can um yeah uh thanks for listening